Welcome to the Family Feast podcast from Liberty Church Swansea. For more information on church life, please check out Liberty Church Swansea on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website. We love you, and we pray that this message really blesses you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor Mark, for the privilege to share the Word of God with you this evening. It's, it's an honor to be with you. Today is the 7th of March. It's a very significant and special day for me as a person and for us as a family. Not because I'm preaching, but because of another reason. Because on the 7th of January, I was discharged from the hospital. So today is two months after I was discharged from the hospital. And I still remember on the 7th of March when I went home, I went and I felt I am, I'm just destroyed. I won't fit anymore. I was not able to go to the toilet. I was not able even like to climb the stairs to go to the bedroom. I needed help. I needed support. And I could hear the enemy is telling me, forget it. You're not going to be fit anymore. But you know what? After two months, I'm standing on my feet to praise God. Anyone want to say hallelujah? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. God is so real. God is so real. And as you heard from Mark, and as I shared with some of the group, I was hit so much with the long COVID. It was horrible. I used like to lose uh, uh, extreme fatigue. Never seen it before. Uh, last Saturday, Rose is here. My wife is here. She can witness. I nearly fainted twice. My hand was just shivering, but I was sitting in that chair last Sunday. Pastor Mark was standing here, and we have so much limitations. He cannot go and lay hands on me. But he started to pray. And when he started to pray, I, I saw a ball of fire just coming from heaven. And boom, hit me. I was just like, ah. And I missed that sweet visitation from the Holy Spirit. And I just we, after the meeting, went home. Next day, I looked at my wife and I said, I think I'm healed. I think I'm healed. That day, we walked for seven kilometers. Am I right, Dave? And we were allowed to walk and exercise. And then on Friday... Guys, when I used to go to walk, I always walk very fast. But no more after the long COVID, I was just like walking like this. And I could hear like the heel of, of my shoes, just like, like sandpaper in the ground. And I'm not, I was not like this at all. But that day, I walked seven kilometers. And on Thursday... I walked for 12 kilometers, and I'm healed since then. No fatigue. I'm sleeping well, because that's one of the symptoms. So God is so real, and he's so real in our midst, and he's so real in this church. Amen? Well, Holy Spirit just gave me a message for us for tonight. And last week, I was hearing this verse. Uh, can we bring it up to the screen? Yeah, from the book of Philippians, chapter 3, verse 10. Paul the Apostle is saying, 
that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. And we all know, we all maybe, I I preached maybe or heard so many sermons about this. That, oh, we will just like be with God in his suffering and enjoy his suffering. If you heard Pastor Mark last week, he was sharing about how to pursue your relationship with God and go for it. And and just be all for God. But you know what? When I was hearing this verse, I could hear the Holy Spirit. I could hear God saying to me something. Basim, you're not only sharing my suffering, but I'm here to tell you, I am also sharing your suffering. So God is sharing our suffering. It's not us only who share the suffering with God. It's him also sharing our suffering. And you know, if God won't do this, that won't be a fair relationship. Pastor Mark is my friend. If Pastor Mark, if I will only come to Pastor Mark when I just like need something from him, that won't be a healthy relationship. And you know, when you are in the midst of pain, in the midst of a problem, when you are suffering, sometimes all what you need, someone to call you, not to give you a sermon, but to tell you one thing, I love you, I'm with you, I'm standing with you. Sometimes uh, you go to, God forbid, you go to a funeral, and the people who lost a precious one, All what they need to hear, not that this person is in heaven. Because they know that he's in heaven. All what they need is just you to cry with them. Tell them, I I feel the pain. I was there. And, you know, looking at the word of God, in the book of Hebrews, the Lord says clearly, Holy Spirit speaks clearly through Paul the Apostle, whom we think he is the one who wrote the book of Hebrew. And he says that we have a great high priest. In the next slides. You, we have a great high priest who is tempted, who has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. He went through pain. He's not sitting in a high chair, never experienced what we're feeling. No, he went through it. He know it. And in Isaiah, and I love this verse, Isaiah 63, imagine, imagine, it's so hard to believe this verse. You just need the Holy Spirit tonight to reveal this truth to you. See what it says, in all their affliction. Do you know who he, who he is? He was afflicted. Who is that he? God. So when you go through pain, when you go through suffering... Heaven will come and say, you know what? We cannot, we cannot feel comfortable today. She is, my sister is just going through a tough time. He is, he is going. That family is going. And this family is so much dear to heaven. In all our afflictions, in all their affliction, he was afflicted. And then what? It says, the, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his, his, in his pity, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. Hallelujah. Praise God. Psalms 46, 
God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Praise the Lord. When you face trouble, you know what? He's just here. He's just very close to you. He's not far. You know, guys, when, when the ambulance came and take me to the hospital, I was, I was nearly unconscious. I didn't know where I was. I, I knew that I'm in the hospital, but I was afraid that my wife will not know where I am. So all I know, and I'm new to the UK and I was in England. I was not in Wales. I lived here in Wales for quite a while, but I never lived in Norwich. So you know, guys, what I've done, I take my phone and I just, Take a picture. They, they gave me a meal. So I take a picture of the hand care chef, which has the name of the hospital. And I send it on WhatsApp to Rosie and told her, Rosie, this is where I am. But you know what, guys? God was there. God was there. All of a sudden, I found a lady coming. Just a lady coming. She said to me, Pastor Basson, all the church is praying for, for you. I was like, who's this? He said, this is an angel of the Lord. And then she continued, she said, my friend goes to the church where your in-laws, your father and mother-in-law goes to. And I discovered that she was the cleaner who was in that place. And she came. And how it happened that, you know, those who works in the, in the medical field and works for the NHS, they know that you work on a rota. How it happened that she was there in the very same moment. And how she learned that I was there, no one told her. That God, but God is different. She said to me, I saw you, you were preaching, and I saw you in one of the videos. And I, I was just like, I was not like now, I was just like, my, my face was swelling, and I was not looking right. Who did it? God. Because of the time, I'll share with you three things very fast. His fellowship in my suffering... As a result of serving him. How many of us knows that serving God is not easy. As we heard last week. I'll just show you these verses written by Paul. So Paul is saying. It's putting a list for us. That you know what guys. This is what I went through. Because of serving God. Five times I received the hands of. At the hands of the Jews. The 40 lashes less than one. Three times I was beaten with rose. Once I was stoned. I was in sheep racked. In danger. From my own people. Danger from the Gentiles. Danger in the city. Danger in the wilderness. Danger in the sea. And this is really what's not easy. Dangers from false brothers. In the ministry. A person who imitated that he is a brother to Apostle Paul, but he was not. He was a thief. He was a fox. He was not a sheep. He was a wolf among the sheep. In toil, and then he would just continue the list in hunger and thirst. That's Paul the Apostle. He's hungry here, he's in need, often without food. Serving God is not easy, but you know what? God is with you. This is Paul the Apostle. This is not an easy, like, he can just raise fund anytime. Anytime, just like give a call to this church, send them a message on Facebook. They'll just like raise fund. And here is a million dollar on the table ready for this man of God. 
see in, in, in the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy 4.13. He's writing to his son, saying to him, please work hard to come to me before winter. You know why? I feel cold. And when you come, bring the clock that I left with Carbos at Torwas. Excuse me. Paul, you don't have another one? I don't. I don't. I'm in need. I'm in need. That's why he asked for it. But you know what? He's not holding grudges because God was him in his suffering. Second Timothy 4, 16 to 18. At my first defense, no one stood with me. All forsake me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord, but the Lord, hallelujah, but the Lord stood with me, strengthened me, so that the message might be preached fully through me, and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion, and the Lord will deliver me from every evil work, and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom, to him be the glory forever. Hallelujah. He's with us. Ministry stuff. But you know what? He is sharing my suffering in the ministry. Second point. He's sharing his fellowship in, in my suffering in being in a corrupted world. How many of us knows that we're not living in a perfect world? Yes, everywhere. If you look for justice, trust me, you can search and hardly you can find it. Most of the time you will not find it. It's not fair. You hear it all the time. And Jesus went through this. And praise God. He's our great and awesome high priest. Jesus at the tomb of Lazarus. His friend. Because of sickness. He got the news. They sent him a text message. Jesus, your very close friend is sick. And all of a sudden the news came. But he knew it. He died. Lazarus, his very close friend, died. And Jesus went to the tomb, as we all know the story. And the smell was horrible. But then he looked, everyone is crying. And I praise God for this verse. Jesus wept. You know, when we speak to the Muslim, and when we witness to the Muslim, most of the time they say to us, your God is very weak. I say, why? They say, oh, you speak in the Bible that your God cry? Our God is strong. And I tell them, I praise God that my my God cry. Because I cry. And then the the people who are just like around him, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the religious people, they said, oh, look, he is, they're saying that he's the son of man. He's doing miracles. Can't he do anything for him? And others, they said, oh, look, he loved this man so much. You know, I don't think Jesus cried because Lazarus died. It will be very funny because he knew that he's going to bring him out from death. You know why he cried? The Bible says clearly, he looked at the tears. He looked at the tears in the eyes. He couldn't take it anymore. He cried. He cried. He cried when he saw the tears in the eyes of Martha and Mary and the people. And he saw the ugly 
and the end result of sin. Pastor Mark was talking this morning about, about tears. I didn't know Mark. I, I sent a PowerPoint at 6 a.m. But that's the Holy Spirit. So, Jesus wept. And we all know the story. Immediately afterwards, Lazarus' problem was sorted out. Jesus wept. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, three young men, they fear God. They refuse to bow. They refuse to do wrong worshiping. What was the result? Threw them in the fiery furnace. But who was there? Who shared the suffering with them? Let's see this verse. Daniel 3.25. He answered and said, But I see four men unbound walking in the midst of the fire. And they are not hurt. And the appearance of the force is like the Son of God. Praise God. Are you going through fire? You know what? He is with you. He's not going to say, come on. To that and full stop. To this point and full stop. You go along. He will go with you through the fire. He will go with you even in the line then. Daniel 6.22. May God send his angel. Shut the lion's mouth. They have not harmed me because I was found blameless before him. He's with you in the line then. Yes, he is. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your road and stuff, they comfort me. The last thing, and I will close by this because of the time. His fellowship in my suffering because of my mistakes, because of my poor choices. Anyone is perfect here? I'm not. I'm not. We all take at a point wrong and poor choices. Uh, Pastor Mark was talking about this verse this morning. And I would like to talk about it. Here we find in this verse, the psalmist, King David. And there was like a chords, you know, those who play music, there is F major, there is F minor. This chord is very interesting. The music chord called Silent Dove in Distance Land. Interesting. The dove, which which is a symbolic thing to the Holy Spirit. And I am sure David, when he was writing this, he remembered all his mistakes. He remembered what he did with Bathsheba. He remembered the sword which entered his home. He remembered how his son is now working against him. Want to kill him. He remembered all his mistakes and all the tears. And then he wrote this. You number my wanderings. You know, God is not numbering it to just like shoot a bullet on us and say, oh, he has done a mistake. Or he will take the road and just like. No, that's not my God. I believe that he is, has placed in me like a chip connected to the satellite in heaven. And he's monitoring me that when I'm about to hurt myself, he'll bring me back. He will close the door for me. I will plan for something and then he will cancel the plan because he will tell me, Bessam, I love you so much that I cannot let this to happen in your life. You 
number my wonder, my wonderings. Put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? You know, guys, if you need to know and understand this part, you need to read the book of Job. That's something in the Middle East. It wasn't that time. So when a person is going through suffering, they lost a very dear one. They went through a very tough time. So his friends will come, and you find this in the book of Job, and they will cry together. And that bottle was not made of plastic. At that time, there was no plastic. It was made from like the skin of a goat. And then they will bring this precious one, and they put it in the middle, and the tears of the people will be mixed with the tears of the person who's going through the suffering. And they will cry. And God is saying, I've numbered your tears. What are you going through? This is the tears you, you dropped because of that problem. But you know what? Here is my tears as well. And we'll both cry. That's the tears happen because of losing a precious one. That's the tears because you've been through sickness. That's the tears because of a wrong decision you've taken. But you know what? I will restore you back. I'll bring you back. 